Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Wow, what's happening with you? It's Money Thirsty J. You rocking with Money Thirsty, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. You dig? Mind moving at a mile a minute. Shawty down and she ride with me. Dollar sign said in my vision. Blurry light. All right, so we got Money Thirsty J jumping off the porch with us today. Whoa, what's good with your brother? Man, I'm feeling great. How you feeling today, man? Man, I'm blessed and highly favored, dog. Out, man, I feel that man. I appreciate you coming by and go ahead and introduce who else you got sitting on the porch behind you today, too, bro. You know, I got my dog Money Thirsty DJ behind me. We got our blood back here and Barber Queezer, you dig? And I got my dog Money Thirsty Black over here, you feel me? Okay, that's what's up, man. So, what else you got planned here in Atlanta, man? What else you got working? Uh, right now, I'm just trying to hit the studio, you know, have a good time and just network while I'm in the city. Yeah, I feel that, man. All right, so what part of New Orleans are you from, man? I'm from the Seven Ward downtown, okay. uh, Parker Street. Okay, good, man. So uh, what was your childhood like? Like, What were you into as a kid growing up in, uh, in New Orleans? Me personally, I was a basketball fanatic. You know, we grew up in a, a large family, but, you know, we all stayed together in Graham's house, family full of drugs and heartache and heartbreaks, you know, just not many people really did something with themselves, to be honest, on my family. So, you know, I'm trying to break that curse and, you know, be that one. I feel that, man. That's what's up. So at what age would you say you jumped off the porch then? Being in the streets, mm, really like 12, 13, just be able to roam around anywhere I wanted to go. See, I'm really like a Katrina displacement, so I've been in Baton Rouge like my teenage life. Okay. So really like half and half. But yeah, about 12, 13, I really started roaming the streets, coming in down any time I wanted. Did you have much guidance out there at the time? 
Yeah, I got I got three big brothers. Okay. They uh so you know they keep me right. I always try to strive to do the right thing, but you know sometimes you know it's your environment sometimes you know. Yeah. And sometimes you just gotta learn on your own too, man. Yeah, nothing like a lesson. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> so how does BR compare to New Orleans, man? How do the two cities either compare or differ? Uh, they're so close, but they're so different. You know, Baton Rouge a little smaller. You know, even there's a lot of talent come out there, but it's a bit smaller, a bit slower, smaller city. New Orleans, you know, fast pace is a little more things you can do, you know, just a, a different kind of atmosphere, you, you feel me? Yeah. Do you still live in BR or are you back in New Orleans now? I still live in BR, but you know, I'll go back home anytime. Okay. Still got fam out there. Yeah. So what's, what's new in New Orleans, man? We know the storm came by and kind of fucked things up again, man. What, what's the atmosphere out there, like there, up there right now? Uh, it's pretty grimy right now, I ain't gonna lie, you know, it's limited resources, people, out there trying to get what they can get and you know just trying to be an opportunist at the moment but you know things starting to slowly but surely shake back and get back to normal but you know it's kind of rough right now yeah and what about br what's going on up there right now? br br was pretty good you know a couple of light poles you know nothing too major like you you could have survived doing it it wasn't nothing major yeah i feel that but you know, it's still a ruthless city too you remember oh absolutely yeah so did you end up going to college after school or what you do yeah, uh, actually, I graduated at 17, started going to college. I didn't really have my mind frame right, you know, to really stay in there and do what I was supposed to, you know. It, shit, the struggle and having to get some money, it kind of, you know, hurting my mind frame and shit, that kind of made me slip out of college. Okay. What college were you going to? I was going to Baton Rouge Community College. Okay. Yeah, I was going for business management. There you go. So what's been one of the biggest obstacles you had to overcome in your life so far? Shit, recently I just buried my brother last oh, week. And uh, that's the hardest thing I ever did in my life. Like that's a hole that's gonna sit in my heart forever. I mean, I don't, I don't wanna talk about him too much and get in my feelings, but that's my big bro, my protector, my teacher. He, you know, everything to me. You know, I love him, man. Shit, and I'm gonna continue this shit for him. Yeah, my condolences, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Man. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, so when did your music journey start? How old were you when you first started making music? Uh, about 21, 22. I uh, started rapping with my cousin, Money Thirsty DJ. Well, really all of them. You know, they all motivated me to do this shit. But me and DJ kind of took it a little more serious than everybody else. And shit, we just got our craft right. Like from 2017 all the way to, I'm gonna say 18. It was just, you know, harnessing your craft and your skills. Yeah. I had uh, moved out to H-Town for a while. Okay. So, you know, I just wanted to pick up and try to just go do something different with myself. And, you know, I sharpened my skills, went iron, went iron. Like, this motherfucker back here is a beast. Like, he was running circles around my ass in the beginning. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but shit, I done stepped my game up, got good engineering, know my beats, and, you know, what fits my style and what's me. Yeah. So what had inspired you to start at it, man? Like you said, 21, 22. I'm, uh, we always rap like, growing up. Always, like, freestyling. It was just always fun, you know? So, and then we kind of just... I, ain't gonna, I felt it was guys who weren't really, I was just as good at, if not better, and I can do this shit too. And so, you know, I, I got on it, got to trying it, and shit, it's something that I like. It's a passion now. Yeah, I feel that. Who were some of your favorite artists you were listening to growing up then? Uh, a bunch, but as far as New Orleans section, Louisiana, Wayne, Cash Money, BG. Um, I said BG, Soldier Slim. Who else? Kid, kid, young greatness, just a bunch of greats who come out the city, even some local talent. 
the up and coming guys too, like Nino Calvin. Okay. I like Weed Junkie, Currency. That's that's who everybody favor me as. They like my smooth side with the yeah. currency. So currency, you, you, you're seeing this, bro. Holla at me. I got the <laughs> deposit, bro. I'm, I've been searching for somebody in your team. I'm trying to get that feature. Real talk. There it is, man. Yeah, you didn't have to look too far for musical influences in New Orleans, <laughs> man. So much talents came out there throughout the years, man. Definitely. But I'm, I'm really a student of the game, though. Like, I like music from all over. I just try to take everything I can get from somebody and morph it into what I can do and make it even better, you feel me? Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't try to just limit myself to one type of style. You know, I really truly look at myself as an artist. Okay. So what's your creative process like now? Do you write or you just be freestyling punching in? Uh, I do both. It just depends on how I'm feeling. If I just got it on my head and my chest and I hear the music in my ears, I just go do it. But, you know, I'd like to take my time out and write, too. I feel like it's a time saver. I can get more songs then. Okay. But, you know, there's nothing to create. It's all in here and up here. Yeah. So talk to us about the label, Money Thirsty, man. Like you said, all them name Money Thirsty, too, <laughs> man. So uh, who started it? How long has it been, man? Um, 2017, September, around September, summer September. Uh, me, DJ, and Black actually came up with the name. It really originates from my guard brother, Rest His Soul. He always wanted me to rap growing up. It was Bloodthirsty A&T. So okay. I wanted to do something to honor his name and that fit us. And you know, I'm about to bag, I'm about getting some money. It's Money Thirsty. <laughs> I feel that. And, you know, we just, you might tell you, you good with that, that song? He's like, yeah, I'm fucking with that, brother. And shit, you know, live on. For sure. So, yeah, speak on some of the challenges that come with being an independent artist these days. <sighs> First of all, you pay for everything. Uh, you got to find some way to get a good quality product. So good engineering, good videos, and plus you need marketing. That, that's like, that's been my whole turnaround this year, just working on my marketing skills and how to push myself and get myself out there. You know, there's all type of ways you can do uh, playlists, ad services through all social media websites, and all that's cool, the internet and all, but at the end of the day, you still got to put in the groundwork. You need to go touch people. People want to know who you are, how you, you know, are you really coming like that? Is it truth in your music? And, you know, and it's really like that for us. Like, I don't try to talk on nothing I never talked about or I just try to be me. Yeah, I feel that, man. So would you be interested in signing with another label down the road? Definitely. If it's lucrative and can help my career, definitely. Okay. So what do you feel like brings out the best of you and your music right now? Uh, lately, I've been going through pain. So, you know, just the pain just has been there. I can't hide from it. It's flowing, just flowing out. But um, just being around people, better artists and all, like, I done met some cold ass artists, man, I ain't gonna lie. But I mean, at the end of the day, I see as your grind gonna take you where you need to be. Cause you can work on skills and all that, but if you ain't got no grinding hard work in you, it don't matter. Absolutely, that's true. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. So is it very therapeutic for you uh, when you're recording those pain songs, kind of getting those emotions out there? Definitely, just, you know, whatever I'm feeling that day. If I'm up in Jolly, it's up-tempo. If I'm feeling smoke cool, I won't ride. You know, I slow it down and be smooth. If I'm hype mad, you know, I get on there and go hard. Trapping, just whatever, man, like very versatile. Yeah, I feel that. So what's your thoughts on like the rap game, the music industry, everything that's going on these days? Uh, the industry is watered down, I'm not gonna lie. Everybody is sounding similar. And you know, some of the stuff, it's like a wave that's like, okay, it sounds good, but 
how are you going to change the game? How are you going to be bigger than what's going on? Because are you just going to fall underneath this guy or, you know, you're just this guy's steps child the way they look at it in the game. So, I mean, but there's some cold artists out there. I'm not going to say everybody's like that, but, you know, the game is pretty watered down. I'm not even going to lie. And what would you say has been one of the biggest risks you took for your career so far? Uh, spending this money on all this promotion. <laughs> like, I didn't run against scammers, things that just ain't work. You know, it's just the trial and error of this thing. So, you know, you just got to find what works for you and what fits you like a glove. And, you know, we're still in that process right now, but we, we're getting there. Yeah, I feel that. So what's the music scene like in BUR right now? Man, this is on fire. It's a, it's a bunch of fire artists. I'm not even going to lie. It's a bunch of fire artists, but it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's still pretty, it's, well, it is divided. Everyone has their section of groups, you know. If you mess with this section, you kind of get canceled out from the other section. So, you know, in order for my career to reach its potential, I'm going to have to move away. Mm. And, you know, no disrespect to BR, and then, you know, I just don't have that sound for them. Like, that, I don't do the jigging music or all the stepper music, you know. I just, I'm me. I, <laughs> I don't know how to put it. I'm just me, you know. Yeah. I'm on a whole different type of time, so. Yeah, I was going to ask if, you know, having a different style than what's popular out there either kind of slows down your career or does it help because it kind of makes you stand out? Uh, you stand out. It's just the club scenery. You know, that's what's big out there. That's how them guys make their money, and that's what pops out there. So, it, yeah. you know, it's difficult on that part. Understood. All right, and what type of impact and influence would you say New Orleans has had on the culture and on the rap game also? Uh, it's had a lot of impact, especially from Bounce, all the samples, just the flavor and feel from, you know, New Orleans. People just love our accent, love our vibe and our, the way we groove, you know, the beats, just everything is different. So, you know, people tap into that uniqueness. Yeah. What do you think it's going to take to get that spotlight back on New Orleans, man? Uh, it's a couple guys who can do it. They're just a couple hits, you know, from doing it. I just feel like... It's a lot of gangster stuff going on. If people just show somebody your funnier side or how you feel about women, or if they just take a different perspective on the music and drop that, I feel like people would be more receptive to it. Because they already got the streets, they already got the hood banger shit, but you know, just me hitting that same, same, same thing, you know, it's like, all right, I come for you for that consistent sound, but you know, if you want to be bigger than that, you need versatility. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, so what can you tell us about this new project, man? My Time Coming. My Time Coming. It is one of the best projects I've put out thus far in my career. I definitely think y'all should check that out. It's like, it's just a mixture of flows. Like, if you want some hard trap shit, I'm going hard in the trap. If you want some soft melody shit, I'm singing to you. If you want some <laughs> hard, cold shit, you know, like the North Pole, I'm touching your soul. I'm on it all, you feel me? So, you know, it, it just got a bunch of different elements to it, and that's, I like my versatility. And it's very original, very. How's the feedback been so far? Uh, everyone that's listened to it, they love it. They tell me their favorite songs. Um, Roll With Me, that's like the leading single. Okay. I've been pushing that one for a little while. Uh, that's the best song I did my best streaming, best views, like just organically too. I didn't have to do too much for it. I did like hands-on promotion for it, so that did pretty well. Uh, got myself in the play playlist, shout shout outs, just doing the whole nine yards. I just I've been trying to go hard for it. Yeah. What was the inspiration on that song? Um, inspiration. I just feel like I'm getting to where I need to be, and 
I'm going to manifest my... Uh, ask it again, ask it again. Yeah, <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right, so what was the inspiration on that song, Roll With Me? Um, I was thinking about my little chick. She always, she's a solid chick. She always been down. And so it's about the female being solid and ro rolling with you with no matter what. Like, shit, until the wheels go flat. And when they go flat, she puts some more on with you and keep on rolling. So, you know, and just watching out for devious things and getting money, you know, it's always in there. Some hustler-type tip, you know, I'm always, you know, trying to throw that in there. So just a bunch of variety of things. But really, it's about the lady holding, holding you down. Okay, for sure. And you got the video out right now, too. Right now, go mess with it. Yep. All right, well, can you tell us about the song, Yeah, Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's a song that's going to get you moving. It's smooth. It's melodic. It's just, you know, you got you some money. You got you some fresh shoes. You just feeling, yeah, yeah, you know? And, you know, that's a slang out there in Louisiana. A lot of people use it. I ain't going to say who originated it. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's been going on for a while, but, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And they mess with that. <laughs> I got you. What video do you plan to shoot next? Um, I actually have, like, four videos in the holster. Okay. So uh, two of my time coming are dropping. Uh, Whipping is dropping tomorrow. And I have another song called Grab It I'm going to drop at the end of the month. And uh, they both shot by Benzo. He's a camera, he's a director in Houston. My bad dog. You know, can't do you that. He uh, actually curated the whole thing together and put it together for me. So, okay. you know, he really directed that. And that's my guy. He's he been hanging with me for a while. Yeah. Showing love. Did you go out to Houston for that, or did he come to New Orleans? Uh, I went to Houston. Okay. I, I shot a lot of my videos in Houston. Like really? Most of my videos in Houston, I'm, I'm going to say. Yeah. So how's the vibes in Houston compared to back at home then? Uh, I ain't gonna, Houston like my second home. I ain't going to lie. I, I love the culture and the people in Houston. You know, they, 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 support, they, they support people. They, you know, it's always some type of music hustle you can do out there. It's just, it's hustle town, baby. So, you know. I just love it, I ain't gonna lie. It's one of them cities like, if all else fails, I can, I can stay in Houston, I yeah. ain't gonna lie. Yeah, especially for independent artists, man. They breed so many just like indie labels, man. Like, a lot of the artists, they don't ever have to leave Texas and they can make a killing out there too. I was telling my guy that the other day, he was like, uh, man, I don't really hear about like Sauce Walker or something. I'm like, listen here, brother. That man can stay in his own state and make a meal, literally. Easy. That's how big it is, easily. Yep. So would you say you get more support back at home in Louisiana or out there in Houston? Then? Uh, it's half and half. It's really most of my supporters are New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Houston, Dallas. And I just tapped into the Atlanta market. Okay. And, you know, I got here, 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 little scattered, but, you know, those are the main, the main ones right now. I got you, bro. So who were some of the producers you work with on this project, My Time Coming? Uh, Swagger Music. He engineered the whole project. Swagger Music in Baton Rouge. That's my guy, man. He helped me elevate my sound to the next level. Like, there's some guys I got better with. We did some things. I appreciate them for that, but Swagger is when I really turned that corner. Okay. Do you plan to drop a deluxe version, or are you on to the next one? Uh, I'm on to the next. I, I, I kind of, I just, I'm a heavy dose dropper. Like, I just drop a lot of music. I just yeah. like being consistent. Okay. So do you have a title picked out for the next project? Uh. Manifest. I feel like I'm gonna talk, you know, it's, I already got a couple songs, but it's just manifesting was already coming, like my time coming, you know, I'm just trying to manifest my goals and my dreams and, you know, steadily go up with this, so manifest. 
Yeah. Not a manifestation, man. That, that's real shit, man. You yeah. can really put it out there in the universe, watch that shit come back to you. Got to speak into existence, man. Got to change your mind frame before you change your body. Yep, real shit. So what's next for Money Thirsty, man? They got some projects dropping? Uh, I'm working on manifesting, and uh, me and Money Thirsty DJ working on Money Thirsty Volume 2. Okay. So, uh, like, this year, I've been, I've been putting the most work out in never, like, three solo mixtapes. We did Money Thirsty Volume 1, me and DJ, and I got one more collab mixtape with my brother Raheem Cash. Shout out to him. So uh, I've just been putting in work this year, so just a video, mixtape, or a single, just, you know, something happening every month. Yeah. Or a combination of all, you know. <laughs> Keep it in their face, man. Got to, got to. Absolutely. So what's some of your goals for your music career? What are you trying to accomplish, say, in the next year, man? Um, most shows, higher streams, uh, get my likeness up, grow, grow my following on social media, just the whole nine yards with it. Yeah. All right, so do you guys have any Money Thirsty merch available? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I keep some shirts on hand, you know, to, to get to the locals. But uh, you can go to the profile on Teespring, and it's Money Thirsty Water by the Clothing, and you can get whatever you need. We got jackets, hoodies, joggers. We got baby onesies, coffee oh, yeah. cups, towels, whatever you need. We got basically on there. So, you know, definitely go check that out. Yeah, it's a whole movement at this point, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you got anything else coming up? What else are you working on, Jay? Um, I have a show coming up in uh, Belrose, Louisiana on the f October 15th. So I've just been working on getting more shows and just getting booked. So um, more shows, work on music, you know, better my marketing. That's, I just call it music things. Like each day I should be doing something musically to better myself, whether it's writing or I do cover art now, like all type of stuff. Like I've just been trying to learn how to be hands on with everything. Yeah. and really take this Money Thirsty entertainment, you know, to the level it need to be. Because it's more than just rap. You know, I, I want engineers, I want producers, cameramen, editors, directors, you know, the whole nine yards. So, you know, it's from the ground up right now. Yeah, no, that's what's up, man. All right, you got any last words for your fans? Any shout outs you'd like to give? Man, long live Pook7, long live Bobby, Uncle Frank, Ike, Mosquito, you know, all my people back home, you know, I love you. It's too many of y'all to name, you know. But uh, y'all got anything to say, brother? Oh, my dog, cuts undeniable. Go get you a fresh cut before they go up, you dig? We're going to be charging a thousand a whop. You heard me? Have you with the Steve Harvey line. Like I said, I'm going to take my hair off right now. My hand done, but you know. <laughs> he going to get me right when I get back to the crib. Man, shout y'all social medias out with it, you know, whatever y'all got. <laughs> Straight like that. Mind moving at a mile a minute. Shawty down if she ride with me. Dollar signs said in my vision. Blurry lines, I can see who with me. Come on. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.